Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bootleg Cat Podcast, special guest in here, the legendary Bazaar. Welcome, sir. What up, though? How you doing, man? I'm looking at your plats, man. Yeah, well, I'm sure you got a lot more than me. I mean, um, and you actually rapped on mine. I just played this shit on the radio, and they sent me Plex. It's like, hey, thanks. Play our other shit, too. Damn. Yeah. We're like, man, play this shit. You actually were on the songs. You got... You yeah, know, yeah, man. Yeah, you actually did something. I didn't do any... All this shit is... I didn't... I just played the shit on the radio. I broke, you know, broke break records and shit. Well, but. Damn. What's your biggest record you broke? I don't fucking know. Probably like... Damn. Probably J, like early J. Cole, early Kendrick, like... Uh, Randomly enough, Macklemore. I was playing Macklemore super early, like okay. an underground hip hop show. Uh, oh, he started off in the underground, Macklemore. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Some real backpacky, like you know. Yeah, hipster shit. Hipster yeah. rap. Yeah. Fucking hipster rap at its finest. Damn. Young, yeah. Young Mac. What's going on with you, man? Man, trying to be a hipster, man. I respect it. <laughs> it's a nice like a uh, late life decision to pivot to. Yeah, man. It's- I'm going through different personalities. This is my hipster personality. So you're in hipster mode of Bazaar's career right now? Are we changing yeah. the... Are you singing about uh, trans rights and stuff? Wow. Are you changing oh, it up? Man. Yeah, I got to change it up, man. The new millennium, man. Do you feel like when you listen to your music at times, like from like back in the day and even you know newer stuff, it's obviously... You be saying some wild shit. Do I? Especially like vintage D12 shit. Mm-hmm. Cause I always think like, damn. I never noticed. Like I always like talk to artists about like just kind of the state of how sensitive everybody is nowadays. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, damn. I don't know if Marshall Mathers LP could happen in 2022. Like I don't know if Devil's Night, Purple yeah, Purple yeah. Pills could happen yeah. in 2022 or Devil's Night. Like, is that uh? Do you ever like listen to your old shit and be like, damn, I was saying some wild oh, shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. I be forgetting half the shit I be saying, man. What do you think is like the craziest line you've said on a song that you think might like if it if it came out today would get you in some serious shit? Uh, 
I don't know. Maybe the, you know, when my hands are so numb. Mm-hmm. My grandmother sucked my dick and I didn't come. Mm. That's one of the raunchy ones. I don't know. Any, any shit about kids probably would be probably be offensive. Yeah, but. anything about you'd be like uh, Ari Spears. Who's Ari Spears? <laughs> you saw he's he did a bit he did a bit about kids like twelve years ago. And they're trying to cancel him now for it because it's like Damn. being rehashed. Damn. Him and Tiffany Haddish are in the skit in like twenty twelve. Yeah. yeah. And people are mad about it all like out of nowhere. Well, oh wow! Yeah. Oh, Eric Spears. That's the dude that do the Jay Z. He does all the impressions. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. great. Imp- yeah. He does great impersonations. His Jay Z impersonation is insane. His yeah, DMX yeah, one yeah. is dope. Yeah, yeah. Then they trying to cancel my man. Get him out. Get his ass out of there. It's crazy, man. It's crazy nowadays. Like, uh, how would you say, like, you know, being bizarre, knowing that you're kind of like, I feel like when people listen to bizarre, they're expecting a certain level of like shock value. Why? Uh, is it like a little harder to deliver that how you'd like to nowadays? Uh, well, I think I'm being a little bit more lyrical now mm. with the shock, but I still sneak my little punches in there. I, mean, I think it's my that's just why my my brain is wired, man. Right. So I'm a little bit more sneakier with the punches, but they still they're, they're still, still they're still flagrant. They're still funny. Yeah. Yeah. Your your shit was always hilarious, man. Yeah. I feel like you could have did stand up. Yeah, you know, I'm, but I'm trying to scale back a little bit. Uh, I say one or two, like I think I said something about uh, Lil Nas X. He ain't important, mm-hmm. especially after he didn't get that abortion. Oh, because he was pregnant? Yeah, by me. Yeah. He was a pregnant male. <laughs> it was a nice rollout. Hey, it was a good rollout. Mm-hmm. Hey, had people talking. You wrote a bar about it. It worked, right? Damn. Yeah. So I'm still sneaking them in. Yeah, I don't, I don't think people take my shit serious, man. I think I, I think they kind of know you're like. Yeah, you, you're, well, other people, it, other people can't say what I say. Yeah, if someone if someone else said that, it'd be a problem. But I feel like people expect that level of like comedy or like at least yeah. like they're not gonna take it like personal if you say it. All right, but what if I'm serious? Well, I don't know. And you could have stopped to help me before I really committed a serious crime. Well, that would be crazy. I couldn't stop you. Yeah, you could have talked to me. Yeah, this oh, guy over oh, here with the on. mullet, is that's his job. <laughs> no, man. He's juiced up off bangs, Oh, man. man. Oh, he wants to talk about his Red Bull, man. <laughs> that's it. This guy smoked two packs of Black and Mild a day. 100%, man. Um, I, just, I was just telling you, I spent some time out in Detroit uh, recently, and uh, man, I really- What you was doing in Detroit? Hanging out with, uh, we shot with Sada Baby out there. Uh, on the east side, we were with Payroll Giovanni. On the west side, we were with uh, we were with uh, I swear Vezo. He was shooting his movie, so we just stayed out there for a week and just shot a bunch of stuff for Above All. And it was it was fun, man. I enjoyed it a lot. Okay, I didn't know what to expect because you hear like you know you, you got to come fuck with us next time when you come to D. Man, what part of Detroit are you from? I'm from Seven Mile and Evergreen. Okay, is that the east side or west side? Just That's the west side. Okay, deep uh, deep west side. Deep west side. Yeah. I know, like, there's like a bit of a vibe change from the West Side to East. Yeah, what right? do you think the vibe is? Well, from what I would say that, like, the West Side seems a little, from what I, everyone has told me, is a little bit more the flashier hustler. Yeah. yeah. As to where the East Side's a little more, like, you know, grimy, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know. I, I, I really, uh, the food was cool. I told you there's a fucking Coney Island on every corner. Did you go to Starters? I don't think I did. Okay. I just know we was just pulling up to Coney Islands. 
<laughs> that was like everybody we'd go to their hood. They'd be like, "We got to take you to our Coney." Yeah, because that's 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 a real big thing in Detroit. Uh, you know, what Coney do you go to? Right. Because you know, you know, you ask me what's my favorite Coney is Lines Coney Island on Seven Mile. Okay. And it's because we got this omelet called the Seven Mile Omelet. Ooh. And basically, they put everything in a whole store in it. Inside the omelet? Yeah. Hash browns, all type of meat. Sounds like a movie. Yeah. That's chili, your go-to? Chili, the chili, you know, the chili from the uh, chili and cheese, cheese fries. Yeah. They put the chili inside the omelet, too. That sounds like fucking diarrhea, though. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking problem for the fucking toilets. Oh, man. And then we were super cliche. Yeah. We were driving through Nikki D's uh, drive-thru. Okay. Two, and, two o'clock in the morning? No, it was, this was like 1 p.m. because we had to shoot at like oh, 2. And they were like, go to Nikki D's. It's right over here. And then we this was the first time we had been on 8 Mile Road, right? Okay. So I'm like fresh in. This was like our first day in town. Yeah. So I just, did, did, you, did you notice the potholes? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. So I'm just fucking blaring Eminem in the fucking yeah. drive-thru, just being like the most stereotypical. Right, White dude who's on I vacation in Detroit. I was doing it to be be funny, but uh, right. <laughs> but then we actually drove to the trailer park, the eight mile trailer park, and that shit was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, this shit is depressing. <laughs> yeah, not again. Huh? They're like, yeah, it was like some toothless lady smoking. Mm-hmm. She's on the corner. I'm like, hey, which one was Eminem? She's like, you see that empty lot right there? It was right there. They tore it down. Wow. I was like, shit. It's fucked up over there, man. <laughs> man, that's where they shot the movie at. Yeah, that's where they shot yeah. the movie at, man. Did they take you on Seven Mile in Dresden? I don't know. We're everywhere. That's another house where you live in Detroit. They didn't, no, no, no. I just drove I just drove by. We just Googled uh, Eminem Trailer Park and just you went Googled there. Googled it. Wow. Yeah. You, know, you know how many people come from like all around the world just to see Eight Mile? Like I'm sure. From overseas, Germany. I'm sure, I'm sure. And it's probably not the safest place to just be hanging out at, right? What you think? I would say, based on my experience, all the places we were at were, were not too far from Eight Mile, and we were in some pretty hairy areas. Yeah, like yeah, probably like y'all was on Seven Mile and and crashed it. We and were all over like, the place, man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I would say you know probably not the the, the, the smartest thing. I did do the uh, Mom's Spaghetti Restaurant. It was fucking okay. just terrible. You went for the Mom's Spaghetti. It wasn't good, man. I, I, I wanted to like it. You Italian, ain't you? Nah, I'm okay. I'm just pl- I'm German and Irish. Bro. I, see, I can't tell what you is because you ain't got the mustache. German and Irish, bro. German Irish, the okay. boring white. Okay. <laughs> I feel like if you're Italian, there's like some sort of like, no, I'm not white. I'm Italian. Right, right. German and Irish is like that's like crazy. You a crazy motherfucker. That's just white as fuck. That's like about as boring of Caucasian. I mean, the only thing I can say other is like being English. Okay. Yeah, you know what I appreciate about you is that you are, uh, as a black man in hip hop, you fully embrace Caucasian humor. <laughs> Damn, what, 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 huh? Because you know, I, I can't. I joke in front of my homies, and they call me gay. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. Or they'd be like, "Yo, you're fucking wild. What the fuck's right, wrong with you?" Right. Oh, you saying I can appreciate? I'm saying okay. your humor to me, I feel like. Has always been very similar to mine. Okay. <laughs> very yeah. dark, fucked up. <laughs> yeah, we bust this fucked up people. At at times questionable. Yeah, definitely questionable. Yeah, uh, like, are there certain jokes you can't get off with certain homies that you can get off with that guy? Oh, uh, yeah, he laugh at anything. 
Yeah, he laughs everything, but I keep him laughing, man. So I can't really, tr- really trust on him. What's going on with, with the music shit right now? What do you got going on, man? Uh, absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. No, man. I just, uh, I just dropped an album called He Got a Gun. And, Great name. Uh, yeah. And um, I, I did the whole album with my man Firemouth over there, the guy with the mullet. He's uh, the producer? Yeah. He's the oh, producer. he's here? Okay. Yeah, he did the whole album from beginning to end. So I had really lost the love for hip-hop for a minute. I wasn't really fucking with it. Mm-hmm. So uh, my boy King Gordy introduced me to this guy. Shout out King Gordy? Yeah, yep, yep. And, Detroit and le- Legend? Detroit Legend. Yeah. Shout out Van Eyck and Harper. And uh, this guy here, he was just so pure on hip-hop. Like, I mean, this... I mean, this guy doesn't give a fuck about nothing but recording. Like, so he had the like typical old school basement, six right. dogs, four cats, his girl cooking. Four a cats. Meal. Yeah. Damn. His that's girl a lot cooking of cats. a meal. And yeah. his, his kids jumping around crazy. Just how does it smell? Oh man, awful. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a fucked up house. <laughs> six dogs, but, four cats. Yeah. Food's but, getting made, and there's kids. Yeah, cats eating on the counter, all that shit. Oh, you know. Jesus what I'm, I'm not surprised. <laughs> But it it, it, made, it was an environment that I needed, man. So, you know, he, he brought that old, you know what I'm saying, that old bizarre back to the battle rap bizarre. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Before the crazy, sick, rapist bizarre. So, the crazy, sick, rapist bizarre. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm proud of this album, man. You know what I'm saying? We uh we just been, I had to move in this basement for two months. You that lived in this basement with the cats and the dogs? Yep. Damn. Shout out to Gertie. His dog. His dog. And so while living there, you finished the album? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. It was a long process, too, man. Because, you know, he records on Acid Pro. Are you, familiar? Are you, are you kidding? Are you engineers familiar with that? Are you kidding? Serious? Yeah. Yes. What year? What? Can we help Cyrus before he leaves? <laughs> we got to get this man on Pro Can we get him a crack? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get him. A, let's get him a crack for Pro Tools or something. I haven't heard Sony Asses since high school. We'll get bro. We'll, we'll get you a nice jump drive. <laughs> we got to get you right. <laughs> okay, I, I it's not you about. You still had to send it to your boy on Pro Tools. You're not gonna get off that easy, man. So, Sony Acid? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Salute to you, man. That's he, he's been on it since like uh, 73, 74. Something. since fucking the internet started. Right. But you it, still got it, AOL. It, he still got AOL. He still got AOL trial CDs. Okay, but trial CDs. But it it gives the the rawness of the album. It it gives us the sound. It gives it the grit. It gives us the hunger. Right. His house feel like a bunch of teenagers that went over there. and We caught the bus over there to do a song and shit. Nice. You are. I feel like sometimes people don't realize like that you. Did come from the battle scene that you were like I feel like we think of your bars as like you know very funny but I feel like in that it's your your skills as an MC probably aren't respected as as they probably should be do you feel like this project you kind of yeah definitely 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 yeah because uh, you know when I was in D12 I had like a, a role to play a character you know what I'm saying and, and Marshall, he really liked it, the deep voice. Yeah. So, like, sometimes the deep voice would, would have me to, he would be worried more about the, you know what I'm saying, the funny shit than really the line or the syllable or some shit like that. So, 
Yeah, so, so would you say you were kind of like, hey, look, your role is to do this. Exactly. You are the fun. You are the comedic relief of the crew. Yeah, yep. You're gonna say the most wildest, most outlandish yeah, shit, and it's yeah. gonna be okay because your name is bizarre. Yeah. I've been saying wild, outlandish shit, but like, but in the most simple way. Yeah, in the most simple way. Yeah, yeah right. Put it that way. So this this album, I'm, his beats inspired me to let all his shit is like straight gutter boom bap shit. So you was back on your. You I was, was back on my shit. Yeah, hundred percent. Hell yeah, no girlfriend, drama free. CMOS boxing, fucking young hoes. Nice. CMOS? Yeah. yeah. I do the C-Moss, pills. Do you do the raw, the raw, the raw C? I, I just do the pills that, that you could get. No, that. I do uh, mine is mixed with, uh, damn, I forgot. Elderberry? No, no, not elderberry, something else. Have you noticed? Uh, it's like a sugar taste. Sap, sap, is it like the, sap, oh, it's sap. like the jelly in the jar? Celly sap or something. I know yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's like a. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're yeah, talking about. You have to yeah. like eat it. Yeah, yeah. I had to. I just. Yeah. I can't eat that shit. So no, I, I do to, black seed oil I do the, too. I just do the pill. It's it's probably not as 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 beneficial, but it's yeah, yeah it's still it's good. Black sea moss, it, it, you yeah. know, it's it's, it, it it's it, Irish sea energy. Yeah, that's all it I need. I'm like, let me pop one of these boys a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you feel like it, you you notice like your health getting better? Like, oh once yeah, you started fucking yeah. with sea moss. Hell yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Doctor Sebi, man. Yeah, we give you way more energy. You know, I, I used to be narcoleptic, just falling asleep every motherfucking where. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do that shit no more. Yeah, would you say like uh, you're the healthiest you've been um, right now? Yeah, yeah. Because yep. you look healthy, you look like you've lost yeah. weight. You look I had a, I had a, um, I had a minor stroke too. That's so serious. Then I had to, I had to get on my, get on my shit. Yeah, I had stopped taking my medicine for like two months. Was the reason you had a stroke due to like lifestyle shit, or was it just some like you, you? Just... It, 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 I had, I had became vegan mm. and uh, basically stopped taking my medicine and tried to do it natural. And that probably wasn't that wasn't a good idea without consulting with the doctor. I feel like people go vegan, but they don't understand that there's like That's, downsides. I, I didn't understand it. I was doing it because I was dating a, a girl that was doing it. I'm mm. a fucking follower. She no, no, <laughs> she no, but yeah, I, I, she was getting healthy f- from it. You know what I'm saying? So I tried to do it, but I didn't know why I was doing it. Right, you're just so, doing it to do it. Yeah, so I started getting on the road, doing them shows. Then at nighttime, it's three or four o'clock in the morning, you high, you, you got the munchies. So all I know is if I go to just like I go to McDonald's, all I know is I can't eat no burger, but shit. I can eat all the fries. Hell yeah. Fries became Hash my best browns, friend. chips, Hell yeah. rice, donuts, all carbs. All carbs. So my friend over there who's switching the cameras is a vegetarian, but he's full of shit because all he does is eat potato chips, french fries, and like literally what you're saying. Is all he eats. <laughs> he just eats bean and cheese burritos. Okay. Nachos. Okay. Fucking bags of Doritos, the purple yeah. ones. Right. Any type of chips he's tried. So if you ever need a good snack, he'll be like, yeah. yo, yo, you gotta try these chips. Those are gas. But right. he eats like an absolute dumpster fire. But you know, he's vegetarian. So when he says it to girls, it sounds better. The problem is he's still not getting no pussy. So. Oh, wow. Uh... Yeah. Man, so I think Cyrus should go full meat again. Do we think we should get him back to full meat? Yeah. I've been trying to convince him. I, I can't. Yeah, become, Can you, Bizarre? Become, become a meatitarian. Meatitarian, bro. He'll fuck up a whole baby embryo from so a chicken. He, so he's just bitch just ordering cheese pizzas and shit? Yes. And no one anybody going to ask him for nothing. Either. And then he'll go to, he'll go to Subway <laughs> and get a foot-long sandwich with just the veggies on it. Oh, wow. I'm like, you're a sick man. Wow. My thing is, is if you could eat the aborted baby chicken, right? 
You could eat the chicken meat. <laughs> What's up with an egg is? It's the chicken embryo. He'll oh, yeah. fuck up some chicken babies. Oh, yeah. But he Damn. won't fuck up the chicken meat. Yeah. That's a good ass court. Damn. Aborted baby chickens. I ain't never think Where's about Where's their that. rights, PETA? Oh, I guess that they're probably already, they are fighting for them, I'm sure. They just, they're probably throwing <laughs> blood on the floor of like a Chick fil A right now somewhere. Kev, I didn't know you was this sick, man. I'm, fu- uh, I'm sick, fuck, man. <laughs> so I was like, I was here bizarre. We're going to have a good fucking time, man. We're going to have a great fucking You just became this sick guy all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of a sudden. It's been a long time, oh, man. It's been a long fucking time, bro. Um, any features on the new album? Uh, yeah. Uh, who we got on the album? Uh, got a song with Cool Keith. Oh, shout out to Cool Keith. Yeah, shout out to wow. Cool Keith. Whenever he comes back to Planet Earth, we shoot the video for it. Cool Keith's that guy. Yeah, Cool Keith's a guy, but he, I don't know where he's at right now. He's Mars, in Mars. Yeah. yeah, he's Cool Keith's gonna Cool Keith. Yeah, I got a. Uh, uh, Nims, fuck your life, Gorilla, Gorilla yeah. Nims was just here last week. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Coney, he's from Coney Island. You guys yeah. like Coney Island? Yeah, he, he been in Detroit a lot of mm-hmm. time. He know about the Coney's. He almost signed with Eminem. He yeah, had like an opportunity where yeah, he yeah. could have got on Shady, but you know he had some shit happen in his life. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to uh, prison for a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I my boy Nims, man. I've been doing that dude for a long time. What I love is his. He also has very disrespectful, flagrant oh, yeah. bars. Yeah. He got to be saying some for long crazy life. shit on your album. Oh, yeah. He's saying some wild he shit. He probably saw, he was like, oh, bizarre. I'm going to do this feature. I'm going to say the wildest shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said a COVID line, though. It might be unacceptable. What do you say? Oh, man. He said, uh, what do you say? He said something about, bitch, you can get this. Gave my, gave my, mom, and, gave my mom and my sister some COVID for Christmas. <laughs> That's fine. Some shit he said. Yeah. yeah. Then I got Young Z on the album. Oh, shit. Out Young Z from the outsider. That's old school. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I got a- uh, They're from uh, Jersey, right? Yeah, Newark. Yep. yep. Yep, yep. I remember them. Yep, yep. Uh, Guilty Simpson from Detroit. Shit, man. Yeah. I, I had Guilty yeah. Simpson on my show in 2010, man. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a Detroit hip-hop. You know what's crazy? Because Detroit, there's so many like- uh, Layers, right? genres of Detroit right. hip hop. So, like when I was growing up, obviously Eminem, D12 was like Obi Trice. Obi yeah. Trice. But then there was Slum Village, there was Jay Dilla, there was yeah. Black Milk, there was Guilty Simpson, there was all those guys. Obviously, Royce. Like, yeah. It was. It, and then now, like Detroit's like low key, like top two or three hottest city yeah. in all of rap music. Everyone's getting signed yeah. out of Detroit. Yeah. The now street shit Doug. coming out of Detroit is crazy. Yeah. Vezo, Doug, Baby Who you like in Detroit right now? I, I fuck with Baby Money who just came up here. He just signed yeah, with QC. Yeah, that's my boy from 12th Street. Yeah. Vezo is probably my favorite. Uh, okay. I, I love... Um, I think Babytron's got really funny like nice. one-lines. Yeah, yeah. His dad was signed to Psychopathic yeah, Records, yeah. which that's is crazy. funny. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Um, so you, you, you in tune. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, 42 Doug, though, I would say he's so big that like... Yeah, yeah, you gotta get him out of the underground. Yeah, Yeah, but he's fucking hard, bro. Yeah, for sure. His voice is insane. Right. His tone is crazy. Yeah, we grew up with his dad. His dad was a Cheddar Boy, Eastside Cheddar Boy. Shout out to the Eastside Cheddar Boys. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to to Cube, man. I I just checked out because I'd met little Blade, uh, Blade Icewood's son out there. Okay. And uh, I just checked, I actually just got around to finally listening to his shit. His shit is cool. Shout out to Lil Blade. Obviously, Payroll Giovanni's going crazy, but he's been going crazy for fucking years. 
Um, yeah, no, Detroit is Detroit's going up right now, man. Yeah, yeah like QC just signed Vezo and they had signed Baby Money, so QC is tapping in heavy out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. proud, man. We're going crazy, man. Yeah. Well, do you why do you think there was such a, a big divide in like the genres of Detroit hip hop? Because it would feel like you would listen to <clears throat> even like say eight to ten years ago. Uh, you would listen to like Doughboy's Cash Out and they'd be so different than what was going on with like maybe a Black Milk or mm -hmm. even like a Big Sean, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I think it ain't really no division because we all fuck with each other. It's just that it just, I think the hip hop part popped first. So, you know what I'm saying? That's all people really knew Detroit for was, yeah. the, like you said, Jay Dilla, and uh, you know, and Royce, yeah, Royce Slum, and then D12 Eminem. So then, but it was always the gangster shit that was there. It's just that it hadn't, you know, it wasn't popping like it is now. But it still was rock bottom, uh, Street Lord Street Lords, the, um, you know, what I'm saying Mae West, Hell of a is a is a he, you know he was in a group back in the day. So. But the gangster shit, they, it just didn't take off yeah, they, like they, the other they didn't shit take did. Off. Yeah, because we got Detroit, it, we got a certain bounce. It's a certain flow pattern. If you notice, they all, they all stay, We all stay in a certain pocket. Right. You yeah, that's real. Saying? That's real. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I noticed that. And then there's, yeah. I mean, some of the greatest rappers of all time. Are, I mean, right. M. Royce, Elzai, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Elzai might be. Yeah. All right, but we gotta, we gotta, we gotta branch that division together between the young and old. Do you feel like M has? I could be doing a better job of that because I feel like when I talk to the because I'm friends with a lot of the young guys in Detroit and I feel like they feel like such a disconnect yeah. from yeah. M as to where like a guy like Big Sean he just had that cypher at the end of his album where he yeah. put everybody on that motherfucker like Sean's been doing yeah. records with a lot of people do you feel like M could maybe do a better job of maybe like tapping in with like the movement uh, in Detroit right now I'm gonna work on that I, I think it's my job to do that you know what I'm saying M is a, you know, very private person, you know what I'm saying? Rightfully so. I just think, you know, Detroit is so small, I just, sometimes we we forget how big of a star he is, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I think about, like, a question like this, like, like, do you think every rapper from Brooklyn know Jay-Z? No, but I do know, I'll give you a similar example. Okay. So let's rewind 2009, 2010, 2011, L.A. hip-hop. Right. At the time, there was Glasses Malone, there was Nipsey Hussle, there was all these guys from L.A. Um, that were doing dope shit. But at the time, specifically like a guy like Nip, like on my show, he mm. like there was like, I wouldn't say animosity, but there was definitely some sort of feeling that like, damn, like Dr. Dre ain't fucking with us. Mm-hmm. Like the the OGs of LA ain't acknowledging what we got going on. Mm. Now, obviously, two years later, Dre put his arm around Kendrick Lamar and the mm. rest is history. Yeah. So I just think that like I think sometimes like, you know I, I think I think a lot of it, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I've been around all these of course. superstars my whole life. I think through all these greats, the Dr. Dre's and Eminem, they all got they all got one of those Middleman dudes that tap type of man like for Dre, it was Mike Lynn. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mike Lynn probably brought half of more, or not more than half of the, the artists at Aftermath. Right. So you know, I think some great just, great artists have gone through that yeah, label. Yeah, a lot of them went through Mike Lynn. Mm -hmm. So I think you know 
definitely with Marshall, you know what I'm saying? I'ma just I'ma tap him in a little bit more. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Cause I, I know I know what it is. He's willing to listen and Cause I shit think, is special right yeah, now. I feel I like think, it's at an all time high. Yeah, in, I just think that right he now. he's so busy into doing his own shit. You know what I'm saying? I get it. He's an enterprise, it's just that man. You gotta yo, check out this. He's let, a conglomerate. Let me, show, let me show you baby money. You know what right. I'm saying? Cause other than that, if if me, Royce or Denial don't really show him, you know what I'm saying? He's working so hard, you know, it would probably won't be away. So I think the OGs and I'll take personal personally on this to bridge this gap, you know what I'm saying? That's fair. Because I know all of them. I know the the yeah. Peasies and the Sadas and the baby. Shout out to Peasy too. I did mention him earlier. Peasy's you know crazy. What I'm saying? I I know all of them. Shout out to Flint too. Free yeah, free real yeah, young OG, yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to Rio, man. Shout out to all all, all Flint. Hey, what up? It's Bootleg Kev. We got to stop the interview to tell you about our good friends at my bookie. Football season has started. My favorite time of the year because I love to gamble on football. It makes watching football so much fun. It's my like literally I just love watching football and I love it even more when I got money on the line. And no matter where you are right now, what state, what country, you can get in on the action. It's winning season. Go to my bookie, sign up for a new account, register and get that double deposit bonus using the promo code bootleg. Now, let me tell you what that means. That means when you go to my bookie, let's say you make a $250 deposit using the promo code bootleg, you'll have $500 to gamble with. That's right. They're going to double your fucking money right now. They got the prop builder. You could bet on uh, whether or not, I don't know, will Matthew Stafford throw for three touchdowns? Will Kyler Murray rush for a touchdown? You can put all those on one thing and secure the motherfucking bag, all right? Get online with your boy. Let's get this money together. My bookie, go sign up with that promo code bootleg and double your deposit right now. Go register. Michigan got a movement, man. We moving with the- Weed is legal out there now. Oh, man, I'm hiding the motherfucker right now. I said they got, that. that's the place they got it right. Yeah, they got yeah. bad. Why you buy a house out there for like 5000 real quick? You know what's crazy is when they were like fucking $500, I should have bought one. What was that, like eight years ago? You could get a house out there for like nothing. It's crazy. No, but you, it's, don't, you don't want a house with 500 They, they taking the furnace and all well, that Well, it's crazy, though. It's crazy. Well, you know, shout out to Danny Brown. Danny Brown had a song um, uh, called uh, Scrap or Die. Okay. And the entire song is about Detroit and like the culture of like stripping houses of all the yeah, stuff inside. Yeah, that's, that's, that's some real shit. Yeah. Yeah, my, my, my cousin brought a house and... Uh, he had to have his homies stay in the house just for him to, because he dropped one load off of, of his of his shit, and he had to go back and get the other load. Right. He had to have some people stay in the house just to make sure the first load was still there. And yeah, because they're the like taking the piping out. Yeah, taking, all that shit. Hell yeah. Because you can sell all that. Oh yeah, right off the rip. That shit's crazy. All it's right. like the catalytic converters right now. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a lot. Are of Are they doing too. that in Detroit right now? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You, you get twelve hundred. They're doing that everywhere. You get a you get a catalytic converter off somebody, it's straight money. Wherever you Yeah. I think I think there's like twelve hundred or some shit. There's no shortage of catalytic converters at junkyards right now, I'll tell you that. Damn. Crackheads is bringing in things Damn. ten at a time, my guy. That's a lick. It's a lick for sure. <laughs> it's a lick for sure. Yo, um when you think back uh and you think of like your time with D twelve. Yeah. Um by the way, Devil's Night. Yeah. F- fucking incredible project. Uh I think uh I think of like VMAs, I think of like MTV sh- I just I, when I think of MTV, I think of like the Purple Hills video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That shit oh, was a blur. What was your craziest recording session? 
during the D12 days when you guys were working on those projects? Uh, craziest sessions? Oh, man. Was it like midget strippers? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, man. <laughs> it, it was a lot of work, man. It's a lot of work. I, I, I think we had fun after the studio, but shit, you know, being in the studio with him, man, sometimes you could you, you might get be in a booth for five, six hours. Wow. Doing one verse over. He was such a perfectionist. Yeah, he was on your ass. So like you yeah. had to, he had to make sure. Hey, look, I'm I'm on this motherfucker yeah. with y'all. Y'all gotta make he sure. He gets sick, man. I mean, I remember one time he got so sick with it, man. I went home. He he wanted me to do some ad libs over. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I guess he couldn't wait for me. So when I came back the next day. He had did them for me. <laughs> did they stay on there? He it, he sounded just like me. My voice, and I was like, bro, you are sick. You are sick, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Was his uh, his writing process like we like nowadays? A lot of the newer artists they punch in, so they just do line by line and they yeah. don't really write anything down. Yeah, which I think there's like positives and negatives to that. Yeah, um, positives you probably get a lot more done. Okay, I think negatively, like you maybe each line maybe don't count the way it should. Yeah, because you're coming up with it on the spot. But like, what was was M always out of the notepad? Yeah, always off the notepad. Yeah, he he feel like if he if he ain't um, feel like he feels like he's the total opposite of me. I don't write raps unless I'm going to the studio. It has to be a beat. Some of that shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just I don't have. You don't have like notepads of shit no, to like. If you asked me to spit a sixteen right now, I couldn't. Cause you know yeah, because you don't have the beat playing. No, I, I, know I, I don't like even that. know nothing. I that's, don't even know none of my old shit. That's cool. You don't you remember any of your old lyrics? No, I have to ask. The other group members on stage right before the chorus comes. Really? So, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, man. But him, he feels like he's wasting the engineer's time if he don't have anything prepared. Wow. And it's his studio, and he's paying the engineer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he feel like you know. What I'm so saying? he just got the notepad ready to go. Yeah, you know, and I, I remember one some advice that he gave me that I, that I never followed, but I should have followed this shit. He said, "Man, sometimes just go over the verses over and over again, like when you take it home, mm. and you said and ask yourself, did I say the dopest line right here? Could I could I have said something better right here? And if you think you could have, you know what I'm saying, Come keep back changing, you know what I'm saying, or." But I never listened. <laughs> I'm like, fuck that. I'm going back to the hotel. But it's fucking for 10 hours. <laughs> uh, those those days on the road had to be crazy. Oh, man. A blur, man. I bet. Yeah, our, our shit was like... Well, you know, the one, one the one good thing about me that balanced me out is I had a record out before D12 mm-hmm. called Attack of the Widows. So... I, at least I, I did get that underground experience. I, I struggled. I, I did all the shit. I didn't went to New York. It was fucking nowhere to stay. Slept in cars. Eight dollar sliced pieces. Struggled. That nineties underground rap life. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did that shit. So you know. So when we signed with Marshall, I mean, it was just like boom, instant. You, know you already kind of like I'm yeah. used to this shit. Anything that yeah. but we some, got hotels, but, we yeah. good. Some a couple of guys hadn't experienced that. They went straight from to, to private jets. Was it you and Proof like you the most experienced in the group prior? I mean, outside of M, yeah, yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah, yeah. Proof Proof was uh, signed to this label called 
Maurice Malone, the clothing designer, he was signing. I his remember label. Maurice Malone, the, yeah. the, the clothing brand. Yeah. yeah, proof was signed to him, and uh, I was signed to Federation Records. Shout out to Rico. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, so we we was pretty seasoned, but you know, so uh, we had that underground experience. But you know, when we signed a Shady Man, it was straight private jets. Was the MTV formation Wars. of D twelve prior to Eminem being in the group, or was it something that happened? Like at the same time, no. D twelve happened before Eminem. Uh, you no, know, yeah. Eminem was in the group from the beginning. It was six of us. You know what I'm saying? And but no, it was supposed to be twelve of us. My bad. It was supposed to be twelve of us, but we never could find twelve members to stick with us. So you know, it's a lot of ways to cut. The yeah, fight. that's a lot of people, man. Yeah. So I don't know how Wu Tang does it. Yeah. So we made it six rappers with two personalities. Mm. And, 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 yeah. I actually like that. Yeah, everybody's got two personalities. Yeah. Twelve people, dirty yeah. dozen. Yep. There you go. There it is. And it and uh, it was dirty dozen, but uh, a rock band out of um, Maryland had the name. Oh. D12 was so, dope, though. So we had to change it to D12, yeah. Was there anybody uh, who we may know of of any notor- notoriety from the Detroit area that almost made the group but didn't? Uh, L- L- Elzai. Elzai almost was in D12? Yeah, he, you know, he was in it for a minute, but, you know, he ended up... You know, I didn't know that. Going off doing his own thing. I don't even think he ever came to session, but he, he definitely was was down with us. Damn. Elzai. I might be lying. If Elzai, if I'm lying... Please don't strike me down, man. You know, if Elzai, Elzai <laughs> and Eminem going back and forth on records would have been crazy. oh yeah, oh yeah. And he ended up in yeah. Slum Village. Yeah, that was crazy Jesus. too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because he he ended up in like a what was that like the third version of Slum Village? Slum yeah, Village yeah, had yeah. So many moving parts. Yeah, it was a lot, man. Yeah, it was hard to keep up with, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was it was a lot going on, man. Yeah, it's crazy too because you came from like you know. Obviously, in Detroit, there's this there was this other era of like horrorcore rap, kind of right. Right, right. You think of like uh, Esham, King Gordy, uh, obviously the Psychopath record shit. Um, that was this other like this whole other thing going on out there at the same right. time that you kind of also right. were like privy to as well. You personally, yeah. obviously, yeah, yeah. That movement, like, like obviously, I want to get to the uh, ICP beef, but okay. uh, I'm I'm curious, like. Uh, was was there like a the, that scene of Detroit hip hop that was like more like really underground like I don't know if it's horrorcore but you know what I mean the ICP right. the Esham the King Gordy shit you know yeah yeah that, they had like a they had his own lane of his own you know what I'm saying and uh, and it was very specific yeah, to that area yeah and I'm gonna be honest with you I really never knew nothing about that world until I started fucking with King Gordy. Because King Gordy was signed to FBT, which was the same production company uh, Marshall was signed to. Mm. So that's how we met King Gordy. And then I started fucking with him, and when we started doing our projects, he he was already kind of in, in the in the jungle of the world. So he kind of, you know, introduced me to it. So it was nothing like I never, that I sought after. I, I kind of, I grew up with hip-hop boom bap. Of course, and right. it was like it's kind of a it's kind of a weird world, you know. To be honest, right, right, <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. The Juggalos, yeah, they, yeah. Shout out to the they're all grown man. up now. Yeah, you, I've, I've, I've yet to, <laughs> I've yet to meet like a seventeen year old Juggalo, like Damn. now, like right. these days, you know, yeah. like they're yeah. all like, right, thirty seven, right, minimum, yeah, minimum, right, and still out here rocking. Still oh, it's rocking. it's crazy though, because like. You know, I'll say this about them. They really, 
uh, revolutionized merch. Yeah. They revolutionized being independent. Definitely, definitely. They did some things that a lot of people are practicing nowadays. I think that they helped show like guys like Tech Nine the way and Strange Music the way. Yeah. You know, so but when you guys had your back and forth, by the way, some of the best mm-hmm. skits ever. Uh, <laughs> the Ken Kniff from Connecticut shit, all that shit. And I definitely was not a big right. ICP fan growing right. up. I thought right. their shit was terrible. Right. But I've, I've gone to their shows. Like, I've had Fago fly by me. Ooh, they used to launch Fago yeah. in the fucking crowd. Oh, yeah, the gathering. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, how, how crazy did, did that ever get? Was that anything other than just being comedic or being like just some rap shit, some 90s rap beef shit? Or was it ever like. Oh, no, no, it got serious. Yeah. How serious I, did it get? Um, it was serious, like it was sight. If we see them, they see us. It's whatever. Mm. And I think they ran into Marshall at, at a car shop or some shit, like way back in the day. I forgot what happened, but yeah, it was it was it was it was serious, man. I remember one time uh we had a show at St. Andrew, and uh I guess ICP had like a talent show or something in the basement and what we was performing up top and we didn't know each other was gonna be there. And uh I just remember they fans they they fans gave it away because they they, they before we even like, seen them. No, not even they was just giving us the meanest like the, the uh, dirtiest fucking looks and I'm like, what the fuck? Why everybody keep why these motherfuckers keep looking at us? Right. Everybody was like I C P in the basement. I'm like, oh shit. What the fuck? But I think they end up squashing the beef that day. Okay, Poof, I, yeah. And trick trick and uh Vada J. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. That, yeah. that sounds like a hairy situation. Yeah. You guys are upstairs, they're downstairs yeah. in the middle of a beef. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could have got worse. First wild. time we ever seen each other over the years. Was your situation with Isham, did it have anything to do with, with the ICP thing? Because I know he was nope, over there for a little nope, bit. It was just something separate. Nope, nope. Uh I know, but I think Isham, you know, I think Isham, his thing was Marshall was showing him the respect by saying he was a cause between Isham and Nazi. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, I think he, I guess he took it as disrespect or whatever. And, and Which is a crazy thing to take as yeah, disrespect. Yeah. In retrospect, yeah. Isham right now is probably playing that line for his, oh, for, his, for his kids and being like, look, Eminem said... I- Shout out to E, man. E, yeah. E cool, man. Yeah, nah, for sure. Nah, nah. Also, kind of like, you know, kind of yeah. set, set a lot of that groundwork for what the ICP. Yeah, yeah, he definitely he a legend. Part of that. He, he he's definitely a Detroit legend. legend. He's, yeah. He's a Detroit legend. It shows you to be, he, he was in high school doing that shit, selling out shows. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. I got to ask you your opinion because I have a controversial opinion about this matter. Oh, shit. Okay. You're the controversial. I am, I am a, a part of the crowd that believes. That Machine Gun Kelly won the battle against Eminem. Okay. Now, I'll give you my reasoning, and then I want you to give me your thoughts on it. I feel like MGK should not have stood a chance, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like the fact that anybody even... The fact it's even a question to me means MGK won. Now, lyrically, did Eminem rap better on Kill Shot? Of course he did. But in my opinion... The better disc record was the MGK disc record. And I feel like Eminem is probably the greatest MC of all time when it comes Mm -hmm. to putting words together. I mean, and so to me, it was like the fact that MGK, who's not known to get down like that, the fact we even, anyone's Mm -hmm. even having a debate about it means he won. Right. How do you feel? Um, I feel like, when a guy is 
you know, playing basketball and they playing the Chicago Bulls tonight and you got to guard Jordan mm-hmm. and you do all right against him and you shut him down and he usually score 50 a night, but tonight he scores 35. I think it's a win-win for you. So I just think that I'm just glad. I think I'm just glad MDK did all. He did all right, man. He did good. He should. He should. He should applaud himself. He he, he made him a good rap, man. That's what I feel. I'm like, yo, man. You know what I'm like, saying, but get get out of here, man. Before, it, it, before he get mad, I, I, he got man. in and out. <laughs> yeah, in and out, man. And I'm I'm actually win, and man. I was very happy that <laughs> that he pulled that out of M at this yeah. era of his career. Yeah, because I was like, yo, Eminem just dropped a diss record. Was it right. 2019? Yeah, 2018. Yeah. yeah. Like, th- this is amazing. Right. Like, the fact right. that, like, he was at least able, like, the fact Eminem responded was, yeah. even if he got washed, it's right. like, bro, Eminem responded to you. You're on the artwork to the song. Right. right. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. to be honest, you ain't think he had it in him, did you? Who? MGK. Before he did that, you ain't think he had it in him. I'm, I'm listening pre- to his previous shit. You thought he had I it mean, him. I would say this about MGK I am pretty, I would say I'm like, Pretty friendly with with Kells, and I feel like he doesn't. He, he ain't no sucker. I mean, I, know I, sp- I feel like man. I knew I knew MGK wasn't a sucker. I I yeah, pers- I, know, I know he ain't a sucker. I know I know niggas that he fuck with from Cleveland, and he's an amazing performer. And yeah. lyrically, he 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 does his thing. And so when I heard the 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 rap devil shit, I was like, oh, I mean, you know, okay, this is cool. Like, but I was like, when I saw the artwork to Kill Shot, I was like, oh, it's fucking, it's about to get ugly. <laughs> it's about to get ugly. But then I came away from Killshot saying, ah, yeah. I don't know. It, you know, and to yeah. me, the fact I even did that was like, okay, well, like, yeah. like you said, it was like kind of like, you know, it was, it was, it was a, a little bit more, un, a little closer than people expected. Yeah. And I think in, in, that, in that term in the rap game, it's like, yo, man, MGK, you, you kind of came away with this. What do you think about games with this? I thought it was a bit much. I, I was, uh, I think game is, first of all, his album is dope. He's right. got, he's got sure. a lot of great records on that right. album. Um, I think um, I think game with the Eminem thing feel it just feel it felt like a, a nice way to stir up some shit for an album coming out. Right. I'm not sure. Uh, I just feel like I couldn't get past the the Eminem voice. I know I know game can I know he can rap better than that. You know what I'm saying? I, I know I know he he's a he's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Of course. But, as a battle rapper, you know what I'm saying, a, a guy that's in the lyrics, I was waiting for the. Okay, I I felt like that was a little nice little cute intro. To me, it was but like a, it's a ten minute song, right? He never got out of that though. So it's like he if you stayed, have, he stayed in that he he stayed in that Marshall's body for the whole ten minutes. Yeah, I think if it's you're like, gonna make right. a ten minute record, like when you, when we gonna get uh, game? Well, because what I'm thinking is he he had another one of those. He had a uh, when he was. Going against fifty, game had a three hundred bars freestyle. Exactly. So we know that we can't do it. You you heard that one? Yeah. Of that course. shit was crazy. Of course. And I so was what like, happened? God damn, that shit was crazy. He had the GU not shit. Yeah. So I I mean like I think I wasn't the craziest fan of of it. Uh, I think that the album was dope. I just think that like it was probably it probably could have left that one off. You yeah. know what I mean? And then I'm sure. I mean I'm not sure he like game is the type of guy who stands on his own like at all times. So I'm not sure he gives a fuck about. What people think of it or his relationship with Eminem? Yeah, like he stopped. Sure. He stopped caring about that a long time ago. Right, right, right. You know what sure, I mean? Sure. So yeah, I mean, so you, you weren't a fan of oh, that song? No, yeah, no, 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 no. I think I, I think he could have did better. 
Yeah. Or Stack Quote could have did better. What'd you say? Or Stack Quote could have did better. What are you trying to say? Hey. Stack Quote's a good friend of mine. He's a good friend of mine, too, man. We all know. Are you saying Stack Quote helped write the song? Yeah, hey, I ain't saying nothing, man. Shout out the game, man. Listen, I was, I was, listen, I have to say this because I was in the studio a lot with game while he was making this album. He was like, there were no ghostwriters in there. I'll tell you that. But Stack Quote's an amazing writer. Yeah. Former uh, Aftermath. I think about those Green Lantern mixtape days. Oh, man. Oh, it's good times, man. Yeah. I miss the mixtape era. That's my favorite. Did we just bring mixtapes back? Or is they still... Nah, it's, it's over, man. It's over. DSP's ruined it. Because now you have to get everything cleared. Oh, for real? Yeah. Imagine if you put a mixtape up, rapping over 25... Like when yeah. the OG unit tapes yeah. are there, rapping over everyone's beats. Like, So what, a, what about if I put out a mixtape? You could put it on Dat Piff or SoundCloud. Yeah. The problem is, is the people aren't there anymore. Oh, okay. So it's like if you did that, you'd be it'd be kind of like you. Your best bet would be to put those on YouTube because the people are on YouTube, and you could put up that kind of shit on YouTube. Okay. So like I would say YouTube. Because then if you put it out for free, somebody going they're just gonna steal it and, and register the song for themselves, right? Would they? Yeah, they do that. Hell yeah! If I put out a song right now and for free. But an actual song or a song of you? I'm just talking about free. I'm just giving it out. If I ain't registered with district. No, you should now. definitely do that. I'm saying, but if you don't, because back in the day when when Future and all was putting those mixtapes out, they wasn't registering them Correct. like songs. So people was taking the shit. No, those are actual songs. I'm thinking about traditional mixtapes where you're rapping over oh, yeah, other yeah, people's yeah, beats. Yeah, 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 like yeah, I'm thinking like yeah. how 50 was remixing every hot yeah, record. Yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah, 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 for like sure. Eminem was hopping oh, yeah. on instrumentals. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a headache now. Yeah, yeah no, no, yeah, no, for yeah. sure. But no, nah, if you're putting out a free project, yeah, you have to have it on DSPs, man. You got to put yeah. DistroKid, TuneCorp, whatever yeah. you're doing. Like, you know, it'd be still, like you said, if you ain't going to monetize it, someone else is going to grab it off the internet. All right. And they're going to claim it. What you, what you think about rappers signing DistroKid? Well, DistroKid's not a label, so they can't sign the DistroKid. I'm saying like... I think that if I'm you're... i established rappers, not, not... not. I'm not mad at it. The thing about okay, it... Are you cool with Well, this is the thing. DistroKid is a distribution platform. Why? Uh, there's distribution companies where their business model is they take a percentage of whatever you upload. Yeah. And then there's distribution companies like TuneCore and DistroKid where you pay one time. Yeah, and yeah. it's up. Right. So to me, if I'm an independent rapper, and let's say... I have 10 songs on my album with 10 producers. That can get uh, complicated taking yeah. care of everybody. Right. If you sign up for that distro kid, you just cut everybody in on the splits. Right. Just be like, yo, what's your sign up for a distro kid account? You're going to get your percentage. <laughs> and then they do they handle the fucking grunt work for you. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Sure. Is there new shit on distro kid? Uh, nope, nope, nope. It's on a label. Damn, I spoke too much. That's fine. <laughs> it's on a label. What is it called? Oh, they're out of Nashville, though. What is it, Shift? Is it Shift? Yeah. Hey, Texas, this, uh, go call this guy. Tell him uh, we'll be ready around 3.30, 3.45. That's the guy's call. Go hit him. Um, have you done the Distro Kid shit or the TuneCore shit? Um... Nope, not yet. I think I put out one song through. The thing kid. about that shit is like one of my artists. It's yeah. very, very easy to like take care of everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I um get like the little splits all the time from like collabs and shit. Yeah, so if you it's do a, very if easy, you do yeah. a feature for somebody and they're on DistroKid, they can yeah. be like, "Yo, 
what's your distro account? I'm gonna cut you in like yeah. whatever the percentage. Yeah, that, is. I get them all the time. That's 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 dope. So that's why it's dope. And like, I I fuck with DistroKid. It's it's very like you hit upload and that and they they handle the splits and that's it. Yeah. So you can't expect like to you know you got to pitch your own playlist. You got to do all that. Yeah. Shit. But in terms of like the usability of it is great. Yeah, yeah. Just hit upload. Upload your artwork. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Pay once. Yeah. And you're in there, man. Yeah. That's I like the point. Do you feel all like these, all these independent labels be lying about marketing budgets too? Well, so they you might well go distro kid. Yeah, man, we're gonna spend a hundred thousand on marketing. Well, this is the thing. how much you gonna give me up front, motherfucker. Well, no, it's the problem. Now Nothing. nowadays. <laughs> right. The problem is nowadays, what is marketing? Exactly. So if they tell you they're gonna spend a hundred thousand dollars on marketing, well, let me audit what that hundred K went to. Right. Because they could say, well, we did $100,000 in, let's say, 10000 of it went to a YouTube buy. Yeah. Okay, well, did it go to a Google po- Did it go to a Google buy or did yeah. it go to you buying fake views and then you pocketing the difference? Right. Because that's what a lot of these motherfuckers are doing Ooh. is they'll tell artists that they're, yeah, we did a Google ad buy on the video or a YouTube ad. Mm. And instead, they drop half of it on fake views and then keep the other half. It's a lot of fuck shit going on, man. Damn. You just got to audit the fuck out of all these motherfuckers. Yeah. It's like someone tells you, oh, yeah, we spent this much. You're not recouping. Like, yo, let me, let me, I need to see where exactly where that yeah. money went. Labels hate to get audited. They'll do anything <clears throat> stop from getting audited. Like, wait, you charged me $10,000 <laughs> to edit a song and make it right, clean? Right. What the fuck? Sure that, was, that was happening right. with a good friend of mine uh, who's a great rapper who has a bunch of giant red hair where he was signed to a label and they were they were doing that kind of shit where they were like he'd be like yo how am I not recouped and yeah. he'd be like well yo you yeah. guys charge me X amount of dollars for this for this yeah. for this weed, weed is recoupable weed? yes sir what does that mean? It, if they buy if the label spend weed on you you gotta pay it back really? yeah that sounds like some OG shit <laughs> Everything. Would the label back in the day, like when you guys were working on shit, like when you're on Interscope, would they pay? Buy, they'd buy weed. Oh yeah, hell yeah, all that come out the budget. Yeah, anything to keep you fucking doing these interviews. <laughs> wow. Yeah, hell yeah. That's crazy. I saw um, Amsterdam. <laughs> oh, let me shut up, man. <laughs> oh yeah, Amsterdam, right? Yeah. Shut would up the prostitutes be uh, recoupable as well in Amsterdam? Um, I play for my own horse. Okay, I'm just curious. If you go to if you go to the red light district on a promo tour, can you invoice the label for the prostitutes? I think you can. At least back then, you probably could have. Yeah, now yeah. nowadays, you can't. Let's be honest. No, nowadays, no, that's no. not happening. But I don't know. I, I pay for oh one. Yeah, yeah. Have you done the new the Amsterdam thing? I've never been. Like at the red yeah, light yeah, district. Yeah, yeah, the Amsterdam that. thing. Yeah, every time I went there. How was it? Uh, I was. I was about to give you a fake-ass answer. Um, the experience was cool, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm one of them dudes that like, so like these girls are in the window, mm-hmm. and they like in the, these apartment buildings. So you walk up the stairs, they'll tell you what number they are. I'm like, what number are you? I'm at number 16. And you know, you go knock on her door. She's like in a fucking closet, basically. With some lights and shit, so you, then you look, and then she got like a thousand condoms in her dresser and baby wipes over here. So 
you know, I, I got to feel like I'm being loved. Like, I got to feel like mm. you're my girlfriend. I need to I need You almost have music. to have her come to the hotel. Yeah. I need to look in your eyes, look yeah. in your soul. I need Doesn't, to slow music. You know, I'm not going to lie. That surprises me that that's just based on, like, who I think you are <laughs> off of the music. <laughs> I would not expect that. I'd expect you to be like, yeah, bro, fucking 99 had 11 <laughs> prostitutes in one room on the red light district. So, so, so I did it. coke off my dick. <laughs> off my ass. Inside of my asshole. Anyway. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> you had a chick blow coke up your ass? No, no. That sounds, uh, that sounds no. sketch, man. I rap That's, about it. Yeah. I rap about it. It sounds like a fucking... You watch the beginning uh, of Snowfall, season one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Where the, where, where the chick dies because they... Yeah. Or is it the guy that dies? The guy died because the, the girls yeah, were blowing yeah, cocaine up his why? ass. Right. So, I, so I did it a lot of times, but I never really busted or not doing this shit because it was, I felt like it was it was fake. Like you know what I'm saying? That's fair. Like, so it was I hard for you to like yeah. reach full climax messing with women you paid for. I mean, just in Amsterdam, I felt bad for. Her. I felt like she was a slave or something. Yeah, because you see, you, fit, you see, fifty condoms on the fucking. She got like a bowl of condoms and nah, some baby crazy, wipes man. over here. I like to point she, out, guys. Her bed's on the floor. This is a great saying? opportunity to just point out <laughs> Bizarre is a great guy. And yeah, he's obviously man, like, a character yeah. on these records. You care. Yeah, I was trying to rescue them girls, man. I'm, I'm going to start a foundation for them, man. Mm. Dedicate my next check to them. Appreciate y'all watching. But listen, our partners at Blue Chew, they got you handled, fellas and et ceteras. Whatever you are, they got it. If you got a dick, Blue Chew is for you because they will make sure your dick performs at all-time levels. I mean like LeBron, his first three seasons with the Heat type levels. I mean your wife will thank you for it. Everybody will thank you for it. Shit, even if you just take a Blue Chew and jerk your dick, it's a, it's a stronger jerk. I swear to God, stronger cock jerk for sure. You're going to be beating your dick like it stole something. So what you got to do is go to BlueChew.com right now. Use the promo code BOOTLEG right now, and you're going to get your first month free. And this is the great thing about Blue Chew. The same active ingredients as Viagra and as Cialis, but uh, you don't got to go to the doctor's office. Yeah, who wants to go hang out at the doctor's office and be like, hey, doc, you got some cock pills for me? Nobody wants to do that. No, you sign up at Blue Chew, use the promo code BOOTLEG, and you're getting your first month delivered to your door in discreet packaging. I'm telling you. You're going to thank me later, all right? If you've gotten Blue Chew already, just DM me. Tell me, just just DM me. No photos. Just tell me how, you know. Let me just tell you, it's fucking amazing. Our producer, Cyrus's dad, he's 70, took the Blue Chew. He's fucking just beating down all the senior citizen pussy available in Arizona right now. So go to BlueChew.com, use that promo code bootleg, or just hit the link in the description of this video. Let's get back to the interview. Yo, when uh, you had Mr. Fuck Cartoon it. do your belly. Okay. Oh, one of the most God. iconic rap tattoos ever. Yeah. Was that on tour? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So, which tour was this? Anger, what, anger, anger Man? management tour. Was it the yeah. first one? I'm not for sure, but uh, man, he this dude was he was touring. He was doing everybody. So, you know, he was so booked up that you know what I'm saying. Like, I had to make an. I made an appointment. I think he had just did fifty. He was tattooing everybody. He was tattooing everybody. <clears throat> he was tattooing every day. Somebody was getting tatted. So it was my time. He was gonna do my stomach, and. Uh, he said, "What do you want?" I said, "Man, I want to. I want a collage of Detroit. I want the buildings in the background, the Coney Islands, liquor stores, the pit bulls, the just grimy Detroit." Okay, so he drew it. He drew it on me first, mm -hmm. and then I, I had to go perform. You know, because we was at this big festival and shit overseas. So I went and performed, rocked the show, sweated it and off. I came back and 
I didn't know that the worst thing in the world you could do is get a tattoo with open sweat and pores. Oh. So before I asked him, I said, yo, yo, is this tattoo going to hurt? He said, no, man, you know, you good, you good. So then when he started doing the shit, like, everybody pulling their cameras out and shit, because they're like, I'm, I'm like, ah. That's I a said, tough man. place, too. I said, I thought you said this shit wasn't going to hurt. He said, yeah, it's not going to hurt me. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so I had, to, I had to sit there in pain, bro. That shit was, that shit was crazy, man. But I was told they told me once you start, you can't stop. That, that, that would be like- yeah, you got to finish it, man. That would be like being a pussy. Well, imagine you so, torn so. with half a tattoo on your belly, a quarter of a tattoo <laughs> on your belly. They would have said, that'd be bizarre. I couldn't get away with it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I had to do it, man. They, they, I would have been a pussy if I wouldn't finished it, man. Yo, back then, um, when drugs were like safe to do, like how crazy did the drug use get? Like at the peak, like peak D twelve days. Like was it crazy? Because like we always hear about yeah. Eminem and like his, yeah. his issues. Obviously, yeah. shots of him is he's been yeah. sober for a while. It got well, it got pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, shit, we all we all have fun, but uh, I just remember it getting crazy, like at the crazy spot, like Amsterdam. <laughs> You know, it was, like was it like ecstasy? Of, was it coke? Like, cause I feel like back then yeah. that was like peak, like X days, right? Yeah, X like, days, yeah. I, I, I wasn't really fucking with the cocaine. Vicodin, yeah, Vicodin, somas, yeah, anything we can fucking get your head. Tylenol, PM, fucking Tylenol, Advil, PM, whatever. Jesus, like, Robitussin, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> whatever. But no, man, Amsterdam was that spot, man. And shrooms, shrooms. Don't forget about shrooms. Yeah, shrooms are still great. Yeah, I, I didn't cancel the. Two shows off of shrooms. What happened? Uh, couldn't do it. <laughs> Which were these solo shows? Yeah. Were these D twelve shows? Yeah. Solo so you shows. just got. I and mean, then uh, one time uh, I did some shrooms in St. Louis, uh-huh. and uh, Marshall uh, seen me. He said I was like five miles away from the venue, and they was coming back from sound check, and they seen me walking on the side of the road. And they stopped me, and they said, yo, where the fuck is you going? They said, I said I was going to join a gang. <laughs> <laughs> Off of shrooms. So, yeah, I left the shrooms alone, man. They retired oh. shrooms for a bit, man. So when you canceled- like microdose, huh? Yeah, I enjoy shrooms, yeah. I got some gummies for you if you want some. Ooh, sh- shroom? Yeah. Okay, well, fuck it, I'm back. <laughs> So before you, uh, but when you when you when you canceled the shows, was it just because like you were you were having a pretty serious, was uh, it an emotional moment? Was it a trip? You know, I was lying. One was shrooms, one was edibles. Edibles are the worst. Yeah. Edibles do me worse than shrooms. Of course they do, because they're yeah. they're the devil. Yeah, and that's how I feel. Eating weed is the worst shit yeah. anyone can do. Yeah. If you eat, why 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 do you think that? Is? I just think if you eat too much weed, you're fucked. Yeah. Like it's over for you. Like yeah, it, it, it's like a different effect from. From smoking, it's totally yeah. different. So I guess yeah. so when you eat it, so there's some compound that your body breaks it down and like activates like a, a psychoactive yeah. chemical that's a lot more stronger than if I you. I feel smoke like I'm it. on shrooms, but with no control. Like, yes, you know what I'm saying. Now when you eat too much weed, man, fuck that shit is rough. It is like panicking. Is I've puked. I've like, like, like you said, when you eat too much shrooms, you might trip yeah. or you might really like get into like a wormhole of your yeah. thoughts. Yeah, and just go chill off somewhere. But you. You're not like I don't, at least personally, me, yeah. I, I feel like I've never been out of control. Yeah. I feel like on edibles, yeah. there have been times where I felt like I couldn't move my my legs. Yeah. Like I yeah. went to a, I went to a, yeah. 
I would I wouldn't sleep at a bus stop one time. Yeah, like I can't one move. Day. I'm inaudible. Right, right. I had a. Uh, yeah, I, I had to cancel the show, and I, how I did it, the promoter uh, was in. The, it was in Flint. Oh my bad. It, it was in Flint, and the promoter uh, was in the lobby, and uh, I called my role manager, Olaf, and uh, all of my, all the guys that was with me, and we all met in the hallway, and I looked at them and I said, "Yo." I'm not gonna be able to perform tonight, and it was like, "What?" They said, "Promoters in the, in the lobby." I said, "I know, man. I can't do this." I was like, "Oh, pull the car to the back of the hotel, and I'm gonna go down the the fucking stairs so he can't see me and leave." And everybody was like, "What the fuck?" But my boy O Love, he's crazy too. So, so by him being crazy, he seen the crazy in my eyes and said, "Okay, cool." And and he got me out of there, man. Did you give the Shop deposit back? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my man from Flick. Holler at me, man. I'm gonna do a free show for y'all. Makeup, man. How long ago was this? Uh, about ten years ago. Oh yeah. Well, I'm sure he's not worried. I'm sure, I'm sure he's already right took dead, the L. Man. He's already accepted the L. Shit. Damn, man. He ran off with the deposit. Man. Out the back door. Man, the shroom. I mean, the edibles did it, man. The edibles are the worst. Shrooms yeah. are cool because, like, I think shrooms, like, if you, like you said. And, and those, I shot that. King Gordy did that, actually. He told me, see, he he makes, he, he uh, him and his partner, they they do their butter for like two weeks until it looks like tar. Mm. So the, and, and they use, like, the OG Kush, the, the, the power for shit they can use. And um, I had took an edible before, mm-hmm. like maybe a week before, and I and I had went crazy on his edible. So then this time he said, "Yo, these ain't ain't that strong like that. They just regular. You know what I'm saying? You good?" I said, "You sure, man?" He said, "Yeah." And then after an hour kicked in, I looked at him. I said, "I thought you said that they wasn't that strong." And they just busted out laughing. They thought this shit was so funny, like. You fucking idiot. The promoter in Flint didn't think it was funny. Man, please, man. Please forgive me, man. <laughs> oh, my God. That shit is crazy. Man. Um, Derek- you, you never, you never canceled a podcast because you was like? Nah. So the highest I've ever been in my life was at a Yellow Wolf Ritz show. Oh, my God. Shout out to Ritz. And I ate a... Um, I ate a... Uh, a whole brownie that I did. This was like early, this was 2014, 13. I didn't know I was supposed to eat the. I, I, it would taste so good. Yeah, yeah. see a little piece. Start and, and, well, it wasn't, see how would it do? For well, so first. it wasn't even like a big, big brownie. It was like a like a little square. Yeah. And so uh, I ate it, and like an hour goes by. I'm like on Ritz's bus. Everything's cool. Yeah. We're, we're, we're chilling, and I don't feel I don't feel nothing. So he's like, "Yo, I'm about to go on stage. So we follow him. I'm like, "I'm gonna go watch it from the, from the crowd or whatever. Cool. So as soon as he starts performing. It hits me like a fucking semi truck. Right, right. <laughs> I could not move my legs. Damn. I felt like I was planted into the ground. Like, I. F- not only that, every like, have you ever been so high that you felt like your senses were heightened? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So I'm in this concert. Right. It's probably eight hundred people there, and I felt like I could hear everybody, Damn. no matter how far they fun. were. I could like hone in on somebody at the bar, like two hundred feet away from me, in the middle of a concert, and hear exactly right. what they were saying. Right. And then I look on stage, and next to Ritz's ugly ass is a fucking cartoon Garfield cat 
with fucking dollar signs, like slot machines, yeah. dollar signs, like going and stopping. Yeah. And I'm just, I grab my boy and I'm just like, bro, I need you to carry me out to the backstage. <laughs> so I, my my best friend Gio had, he like picked me up like a, and I'm, mind you, this is my hometown. People know who I am. Yeah. So I get carried like a baby to the couch on the side <laughs> of the stage. <laughs> bro, and like, for some reason, every time I heavily do too much when it comes to shrooms or weed edibles, the shit that would that would happen to somebody who's fucked up happens in front of me. Like, dude, this Native American dude with a whole fucking headdress, like legit. And you know how natives love fucking like yeah. Ritz and Yellow Wolf and like that, you yeah. know, that, that world of rap. They love drinking too. Yeah, they do. God, yeah. they do. Shout out to they got livers on that. Right, Shout out to my right. brothers, man. Um, no, so this Native American dude, I'm on the curb right outside of the doors, Club Red and Tempe, and I'm like hunched over the curb. Like I just got him puking everywhere. Oh, and this fucking Native American dude with feathers. Your bootleg Kev? I look up. I said, shit. Wow. <laughs> I look at my boy Gio. I said, <laughs> and mind you. Not the best thing to say, but I was like, yo, is this Indian motherfucker real? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'm real. What do you mean? I was like, bro, I'm tripping balls right now. What's up? Right. <laughs> then the Indian dude standing here, shout out to Yellow Wolf's uh, road manager at the time. His name is Brooklyn. He was a very violent guy. They dragged some fucking dude from the crowd out, and they're beating the shit out of him, like three feet in front of me. I start throwing up while the Indian guy's there, while this guy's getting beat up. It's all happening at the fucking same time. <laughs> I'm fucked. Ritz is, yeah. Ritz is there laughing, smoking a cigarette. It's just the worst. It was one of the worst nights of my life. Damn. Sorry yeah. to hear that, man. And then I ate, I ate an edible uh, two months ago in my new house. First time I had edibles in like two years. I was like, you know, no, 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 maybe like a year. And I had a... Always the regret. Bro, I'm curled up on the couch, bro. My wife and her friend are upstairs dying because I am curled up on the couch freaking the fuck out. I'm trying to find something to put on TV that'll like put my mind at ease. So yeah. I, first I try Family Guy. Then I'm like, nah. Then I just put on like ocean noises. Right. And oh I, my God. He was there. And I went in the bath I went in there. the bathroom and chucked everywhere. Oh something about eating too much edibles, I always puke. Oh, you always get sick. Oh, yeah. I, I eat up a storm, man. Yeah, or or that. Yeah, yeah. Or you'll just be yeah, like man. when I when I hit dabs, that's when I eat. When I like smoking oh, dab, dabs either. Action Bronson yeah. smoked me under a fucking Wiz Khalifa fucking put me in lights. So don't don't do a dab with him. I have. He, he he's gonna intentionally try to get you out of That's here. That's what Action Bronson did. Early dab days too. Oh so this was like before God. everyone knew about dabbing like that. He was yeah. like, "Oh, you haven't dabbed?" Yeah. He's like, "So he gives me one." He's like, "No, no, you gotta take a big hit. It's not that serious. Take a big yeah. hit." So I took a big That's hit. Exactly what Wiz Khalifa did to me. Fucking terrible, right? Yeah. So he's like, "No, no, now you gotta try a flavor." I got this whole thing on film. It's great. He's like, "No, no, now you gotta try a flavor." So I hit it again. Three hits in a row I do. Oh, he didn't, he didn't conjure out of three I'm hits. I'm fucked. It was Mac Miller, Action Bronson, a chance to rap on tour. And that was the one of the... I was fucking high out of my brain stem, bro, watching <laughs> Mac Miller on stage, bro. I was just like, this is... That was probably the third highest I've ever been. Shout out to wow. Action Bronson, man. Wow. Who, uh, who are you a fan of, man? Like, what artists right now are you really like just uh, kudos Oh, uh, you smart from the city or nah, just no, 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 no. In general, period. Oh man. Shit, shit. Damn, I gotta think about it. Oh man. Who am I? Who am I a fan of? Uh I like I like Nardo Wick. 
Nardo's fire. Yeah, I don't want to sound typical. I, I don't think said, people would expect yeah. you to say that. Yeah, yeah, Nardo Wick, I like him. Uh, I like uh, damn, I'm, I know I'm about to fuck his name up, but I'm gonna try to get it right. Uh, the kid that be throwing shows in his backyard, Lil Russell. I was just at his Russell. house last weekend. Okay, how I was went, the show? It was amazing. Okay. Met his mom. His dad was cooking. I've known the Russell for about a year and a half, but okay, it was dope. How, how, how is this set up? Is this? It's literally. It's, it's really all the house that his mom, him, and his dad, and his. I think I don't know if his sister lives there or not, but yeah, um, the house he grew up in. He built a. Venue in the backyard. There's wow. bleachers on each side, and then there's like a pergola, and two hundred people in the Man. backyard rocking. Wow! His dad's making barbecue. It was amazing. It was like wow. one of the most like inspirational. Right. Sick authentic, exp- authentic. I was just like, this is fucking, this is crazy. <laughs> right. Wow. And he's very like, when motherfuckers say they're independent, nah, nah, you ain't independent. He's independent. Right. Like he's really. It's him. It's it's like his team is super small. I mean, I went into his office and his in the house. Like again, this is the house he grew up in. Right. And he's got his office and he's got a whiteboard just with everything planned. The what Instagram posts are going up for the day. Like it's it's crazy. It's inspiring. Wow. The Russell's dope. Wow. Super. And he could rap his ass off. Right. Shout out to him. He be saying some ill shit. Yeah. I like Larry June too. Larry June is yeah. fire. Larry June's doing his thing. Yeah. Running it up right now. When you see. These whack rapper lists. I know you talked about the uh, the Gilly thing yeah, before, yeah. but when you see these lists, you're always on the list. Mm-hmm. How do you f- genuinely feel about that? Uh, that's that's why that's basically why he got a gun came out. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's why I had to get back in my bag. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I don't I don't I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? Like I think I'm a com- uh, comedian rapper, but you know I think it goes back to the just. Just saying anything, even if it ain't, if it don't, if it don't rhyme, or it's just crazy, or just playing that role. So, like you were uh, playing it, like I think what people, what you said earlier, like you were legitimately playing a character in D12. Yeah, 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 right, right. So, so hell yeah. So that's that's why I'm here to change it. That's why I'm literally here right now, in your face. So you're like, yo, I'm tired of these lists. So outside yeah. of your guy with the six cats and the four dogs and the children, yeah. ah, foul mouth, and that, and, foul mouth. and the Sony Acid. <laughs> that was God damn. That was also a motivating factor for you yeah. to get back in your bag. Like I'm tired of this shit. Oh like, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I think I didn't put too much work in. And a lot of people don't know. I, I, I am a battle rapper. I started off from the hip hop shop. That's why I met Marshall. If I was a whack rapper, they would have never put me in D12 because D12 was a hand picked click of Killers. all battle rappers. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. So. You know, I think, you know, once we got in the industry, we kind of, like, had to find our way. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that shit was kind of like an accident. Even the shower cap started off as a joke. And then it just became... They just stuck that shit with me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and it worked. Yeah, and it worked. And I'm grateful for it. But now it's time to show motherfuckers that I, you know, I can rap, man. You can't put me on a fucking list with... uh, Silk the You know, Silk the Shocker or, or Snow or... Which snow? You know, snow the informer snow. No, yeah, not not snow from uh, Texas. Uh, informer, yeah, informer. Yeah, that's snow. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even. Is he a rapper? I don't think he's a rapper. Fuck, I think they was just high. Who's your top three? Bizarre. Who's your top? Your top three worst rappers of all time. My top three worst rappers of all time. Oh my god, let me think about that. Oh, 
I'm gonna I'll give you mine. Just okay, yeah, give me yours. To me, Playboy Cardi is fucking god awful. Okay, I don't get it. Saw him live. It sounded like he was having a fucking seance on stage. <laughs> what the fuck was going on? All his right. fi- his fans are crazy and being the fucking fuck you. Right. Playboy Cardi is definitely taking the cake for me. Mm-hmm. I think technically speaking, I mean, I enjoyed Silk the Shockers and music vastly, mm-hmm. but when you go back and listen now, you're like, oh, that was interesting. Right, right. And then you got to start thinking about guys like. Uh, Little Xan. Damn, Little Xan. Little Xan's terrible. Oh, man. Or is it just you just don't understand him? No, no, no. I get the... Like, he had one record that was dope. Okay, okay. Uh, but his shit sucks. He's ter- I mean, Stat Quo will tell you his shit sucks. And he right. was signed to Stat Quo. Stat Quo yeah, yeah. will tell you. Damn. He, his shit was like... He, he just never was focused enough to, like, make music a priority. So the music yeah. that I... Outside of that Skittles song, like, I just thought he was just a god-awful artist. Right. Damn, I'm trying to think of a god off for man. You, 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 you think anybody? I'm trying to think of somebody. There's so many people we probably talked about and none of this coming to the phone in my head. What about anybody from like a rapper's crew? I'm trying to think who was a part of QB Spines. Oh, Prize. Who? Prize from Fuji. Prize yeah, from the Fuji. Really? Horrible. Horrible, okay. Yeah. We're with the horrible tag on Prize. Yeah, Prize from Fuji. Ghetto no Superstar Prize? Yeah. No disrespect, though. I know you probably gonna come after me, man. I don't want to battle. There was the uh, who was the guy who uh, was Nas's bodyguard? Big Hawk, big big horse. Horse, yep, horse. Was <laughs> Nas's horse. bodyguard. He's a horse is whack. Uh, uh, was there someone in Murder Inc? Uh, is it Murder Inc? I don't know. You know what though? There was some shitty rappers back in the day, man. There were some bad. Yeah, I think we. I think I think Silk the Shocker suffices for for my nineties pick. Damn, man, you gonna, you gonna go with Silk the Shocker like that? I had a No Limit chain too, so it hurts me oh, to say. Oh, oh. I don't know, man. It was for mystical. The chain was for no. The chain was for ghetto dope. That was. Hey, shout out to Master P. Yeah. Maybe See, not I, the best rapper. I'm trying to think of who else. Classic album though. Love Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charge it to the game. Great yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. So I ain't saying Shooter Shocker is whack. I'm just saying. He like, was fucking Maya, so we, we can't even saying? give him like, that. He was fucking Maya in 99. So, yeah, shout out to Sel- No, I said it, so you can't say it. But yeah, I can say yeah, it. damn. You can say it. Yeah, so who, who can you say? Um, Anybody from Psychopath Records that was just terrible? How about the whole fucking label? I said damn. it. Jesus oh, Christ. Bootleg Kev is on a roll right now. Jesus. You know what, though? You're to get me killed, man. I'm going to be honest. I didn't listen to a lot of that shit. My cousins were into that shit. So maybe I just am not versed enough. But I know some of that shit. Like, my cousin would be listening to like a Blaze Your Dead Homie album or something. And it just sounded like noise, like bad noise. Like, it sounded like if my dad tried to rap type shit, you know? Oh, my God. And there was the other guy who was like the native dude with like the um, braids. Uh, ABK, ABK any, any, yeah. yeah, just terrible. Oh my god, just terrible. Twisted's cool, right? They're all right. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. Twisted's cool, but ICP had some cool shit. You know, Great Malenko was like the only album I think I've ever really listened to, and it was like, yeah, it was all right. But yeah, no, those are yeah, pretty much like everyone who wasn't Twisted or ICP on Psychopathic Records, we could probably let me Google the worst fifty rappers and see what. There's a list that just say. came out. 
It is. Am I on it again? I, I, <laughs> it just went viral. I just saw it. Uh, new list. Oh, this is. Here it is. Worst rappers list. So little Yachty's on it. Yeah, your little Yachty's not garbage. I love little Yachty. Silk the uh, Shockers number one. I'm damn, opening it. I'm op- oh yeah. So I'm opening it right now. Okay. Little Yachty number two. That's fucking cap. That's Master cap. P three. OJ cap. the Juice Man. Cap. Bullshit. Little Flip. Cap. Little Flip could wrap his ass off. Yeah. Little Pump. There's an argument to be made. Yeah, definitely. Smoke Perp. Argument to be made. Six Nine. Argument to be made. I would say he's terrible. He made some bangers. Diddy's yeah. on here. Walk a flock of that's bullshit. Coiler Ray, yeah. Birdman. Birdman has too much music that he's rapping on that yeah. I actually thoroughly enjoy. Vanilla uh, Ice. Kid Boo. God awful rapper. Who is Kid Boo? He's the guy who pretended like he was cloned in some clout clout era rap shit. It was terrible. Yeet. You know what? The worst rapper of all time might be Yeet. <laughs> this new kid Yeet, shit. his shit is. Yeah. Horrible, but the kids love him. So I, maybe I'm old. Benzino, Benzino. Benzino. How do we not think of him? I, I never listened to his music. Nobody did. <laughs> you can't. Plies, no, Plies two fire. Yeah. Blueface, Cardi, Lil B. Hold on, you, you sit over Nick Cannon. Oh no, Nick Cannon. That's my dog, man. I can't say no comment. Yeah, bro. yeah. You gonna get him a wild and out chick? Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna see Nick Cannon. He's Chingy. Like, Chingy had some bangers though. St. Lunatics. Iggy? Iggy Azalea, maybe? Designer, maybe? No, Designer ain't white. Well, he's not not white. Yeah, he alright. Yeah, all right. I ain't gonna put him in a white category. French Montana, Yin Yang Twins. Mike Jones, little Uzi, Flow Rider slash Pitbull. <laughs> this list is crazy. This, this list don't know what they're talking about. Petey Pablo, okay, Gucci Mane, relax. Exactly. Tony Ayo, relax. I love thoughts of a predicate feeling. Tom McDonald, who is that? He's the white guy, the MAGA rapper. I'll sign, I'll co-sign that. Uh, actually, there's a lot of weird like MAGA rap going on right now that's probably the worst shit ever. So I would I would just like to continue my beef with these guys and say what? Adam Calhoun and all those guys are the worst rappers of all time. The absolute worst. I yeah. see a list that got uh Come back, come at me in the comments, oh, bro. They got a little B on you this fucking list. Fucking weirdos. Little B, no. the bass god who can't disrespect the bass god. Yeah, he'll, he can't he'll, put, he'll put a curse on us. Gutter gutter, gutter gutter from uh, from Young Money was actually not a bad rapper. Uh, cheap, I would I would say Silk. I mean, Little Yacht. I would say Silk the Shocker is is. Uh, you're not on this list. Yeah, I must step my game up a little bit. The album works. <laughs> they could be off the list. They got Playboy Cardi on here. Yeah, Playboy Cardi. They got Nelly on here. Yeah, Nelly's incredible. Relax. Iggy, I get it. You can't put Future on this list. Future's one of the yeah. best rappers of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, somebody just made up a list. Somebody at home with nothing to do, man. Yeah. Shout out to uh, them. We got to stop the interview, tell you about our partners at Odd Socks. Well, first of all, let's check out the brand new collab. Look at these. The bootleg Kev sock. You see my pink ass face on those fucking socks? Nobody wants to buy those. We're going to figure out a way to give them away, though. Uh, but look, Odd Socks the most comfortable socks in the world. Um, and the best thing about Odd Socks is they're our family, man. I've been rocking with these guys for about 10 years now, and I will not wear anything else on my feet. Like, I swear to God, I'm about to take my shoe off. I'm about to take the, look, what is this? Smells great, too. 
That's an odd sock right there. That's an odd sock basic. You know what I'm saying? We fuck with odd socks. You should too. They got the crazy licenses. We're talking about Nickelodeon. Shout out to Patrick. Motherfucking Cheez-Its. Baywatch. How about macaroni underwear? Look at these boys right here. Let's just crack these motherfuckers open real quick. What do we got in here? Come on, man. Yeah, a little Pop-Tart underwear. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are the Odd Socks basics. All right? So if you go to the website right now, order you some underwear, order you some socks, use the promo code BOOTLEGKEV. That's one word all together, BOOTLEGKEV, and you will save 20% off at checkout. Go to oddsocksofficial.com. One more time, that's oddsocksofficial.com. Promo code BOOTLEGKEV, and you will save 20% off your order. Of course, we're presented by Odd Socks, and we are proud to say so. All right, let's get back to the interview. Um, anything else on the horizon? Obviously, the album is out, but like, are you, are, are you going to be touring? Are you going to be doing anything else? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to start touring uh, first of next year, working on a He Got a Gun 2 album. Um, shit, man, we grind. I'm, I'm working on a cooking show right now. Ooh, what's your um, go-to dish? Uh, macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Oh, your mac and cheese gotta be got to be crazy. Uh, uh, only fan coming out too. You fucking on there? Huh? Fucking? Uh, I'm a lonely man with an only fan. So are you gonna be on there beating off? I'm a lonely man with the only fan. I don't understand. Listen, listen to that cliche. I'm a lonely man. Yeah, it don't make sense. See. Subscribe. So you subscribe to yourself. <laughs> Have you uh? How many? Uh, I think about doing porn. Though. I don't know. You thought about it? I thought about it a couple of times. Has there been any uh, official I'm offers? Too shy, man. I don't. Th- I don't. You think so? Yeah, I don't, I don't, want, I don't want ladies seeing this body yet. You should put it behind the paywall. Go crazy on oh, OnlyFans. Yeah, can wear a mask and shit, right? Yeah, but you also have you know some you, iconic tattoos. <laughs> All right, well, this is a tattoo. They'd be like, "Look at his belly. That's bizarre." <laughs> I know, you know that tattoo. Bizarre? <laughs> nah, someone else got the same tattoo for Mr. Cartoon in fucking 2001. That's not me, man. It looks like my alter ego. Oh. <laughs> you know how these rappers do it. That wasn't me. Hey, do you remember the energy when like 50 first came on to Shady? Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, like, did, did yeah. you guys know that was coming down the pipeline? Did y'all know that M was just a fan or like, like, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, RM, uh, 50 security, uh, was. From Queens, mm-hmm. no, no, RM Security was from Queens, so they kind of put us up on Fifty with the mixtapes and shit. So it kind of like gradually grew on him, you know what I'm saying? So you know, we, we, you know, he he became a fan, but yeah, when he he definitely changed shit, you know what I'm saying? That had to be like a that, hell yeah, he had to be security I, up. <laughs> well, now I tell you, like I always tell people, like I don't know, I think Peak Snoop Dogg and Peak Fifty are like the two biggest. Things I've ever seen in like hip hop ever. Yeah. Like yeah. Doggy Style Snoop, Get Rich or Die Trying 50. Yeah. Pandemonium. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Oh, yeah. insane. That was that was a that was a, that was an insane time, man. Yeah, it was like yeah. I mean, and then everybody and then just M and fifty going at every fucking buddy's uh, neck, going at Murder Inc., going at yeah. Jermaine Dupree, going at fucking yeah. Bulletproof S. <laughs> going at every were you just in like during that time? Were you just like openly inheriting every beef just because fuck it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Every day. Yeah, we had to be on point. Bulletproof vest, security. I'm assuming the Murder, Inc. shit probably got the most serious out of all that shit. All of it was serious, but uh, yeah, it it was, yeah. Well, the Moby beef wasn't serious. (laughs) (laughs) That might have been the serious one of all, out of Moby beef. (laughs) 
That motherfucker's gonna kill us. No, I could. I just, I just feel like the deal that murder ink shit. Shit was getting crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Ashanti caught some strays in that thing, man. Yeah, that shit was wild, man. The sideburn yeah. line. Oh my god. Then yeah. uh, Suge Knight was on. Cause Suge was with them. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that shit was. That shit was serious. It had to have gotten interesting. Yeah. But produce some amazing hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of stuff that Damn. didn't even make it to any albums, all on mixtapes. All the mixtape shit was so crazy. Damn. Bring the mixtapes back, man. Man. That's like when M re- he re-released, uh, what was the 20th anniversary he just did? Was it for Eminem show? Yeah. Nah, nah, before that, he did like an Eminem show re-release, and he re-released one of the mixtape records that was out forever, but it's on DSPs now. I was so fucking excited. He just did the curtain call, too, and put out some other shit. But yeah, you know, well, listen, man. Uh, Bizarre, I appreciate you pulling up, bro. Oh, man. Thank Good you times. for having me, man. I look forward to not subscribing to your OnlyFans. Oh, man. <laughs> I got two customers so far, man. And uh, the album, uh, people can go online and yeah, stream it. Please go online and get it right now. I just dropped a video call. She works the night shift. Uh, the whole was that the one you were just playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some pretty wild shit in there. Yeah, man, you know I'm a what's wild the, guy. What's man. the wildest freaky tale in that song that you can share uh, uh, with us here? Um... Uh, had a girl come out here from Russia. Mm-hmm. She told me to um, make sure that uh, I line up ten of my black friends. She wanted to get uh, listen to the song. Man. Well, guess what? He doesn't remember. <laughs> you know what? He also doesn't remember his lyrics. Right. Uh, well, the girl from uh, Russia wanted you to run a train on her with ten of her black friends. Yeah, we Damn. we had to oblige her. Was there going to be a? Was there a guy there watching? Like, was there a cuck situation going on? Oh, man. Just say this, man. My One of my homies tried to get in, but he's uh, Asian and white, and he was turned down. That's interesting. Was he there? <laughs> <laughs> this guy right here. This guy's a fucking rock. I'm going to party in Detroit with him, man. Oh, yeah, man. You got to come party with us, man. Hole in the wall yeah. bar. Yeah, we got to take you to this food exchange, man. Where you, where you go get some there. food? Yeah. I'll be back soon. Then we'll take you to Southwest, man. That's where he's from. That's where the uh, Chicanos is at, man. The, the Chicanos? Food. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Right. Southwest. There it is, man. Bizarre. Appreciate you pulling up, bro. All right, man. Appreciate you Boom. having me. Fuck Fire. it. Fire. Good shit. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. 
and I'm very forgiving, but like don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.